great job. So we're talking about the church action. Uh huh. Uh, Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20 is the focus verses. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son, Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. So the truth about God is and the truth for my life Amen. So I, I don't know if you all paid attention to the lesson connection here. Um, it talked about um, in 490 BC, the Persians invaded Greece to bring Greece under the control of the Persian Empire. And it talked about the Battle of Marathon, which was a key battle that turned the side of the first Greco-Persian War. The defeat didn't critically wound the Persians but it significantly increased Athenian morale. And the victory provided the Greeks would resist the Persians and even defeat them on the battlefield. So it talked about Marathon was located approximately 25 miles from Athens, and the legend said that there was a messenger called Phidipides who was commissioned to carry the good news of the victory back to the Athenians. So he ran back to Athens, but when he arrived, he collapsed and died immediately. Once he shared the good news. So he gave the message to the people, but after he completed his assignment, he died. Mm. Let this soak in for a second. They were relieved to know that their enemy was defeated. So the good news brought the people relief and comfort. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let that one soak in. Uh, God didn't tell you or promise you that you were going to have this long extended life completing his assignment. He proved that with the apostles. <laughs> they were some of the most powerful men on the planet. And they suffered persecution carrying the message of the good news. And their life came to a halt. But the thing was, they completed the assignment. And when they completed the assignment, before they were crucified upside down, before they were beheaded, they changed the whole world yes. by the message that they carried. <laughs> My God. Y'all will get it in a minute. <laughs> 
my God, you can be that powerful and effective that you can shift cultures. You can destroy yokes over a city with the message that you carry. My God, your name be written in history. God, we focus too much on how we die instead of how we live in. Oh, oh, you can get your eyes off of how we die. Oh, my God. But what did you do between the you get accomplished for the kingdom? What kind of message did you carry? Did you help build? Did you help edify? Did you help train? Were you a disciple and not a servant of Jesus Christ spreading the good news of the gospel to the hearts of men and women, children turning to the true and living God affect somebody like king like Paul and he told Paul Paul I almost became a Christian listen to you Just preach the gospel. Just preach the gospel. You know, keep our opinion out and keep our theology and, and keep all this other stuff and polluting the word and putting our finger in it and trying to add to away and trying to fluff it. Huh? God don't need you to do that. He don't need you to do that. Word is the word. Just stick with the word. Just stick with preaching the gospel. Huh? Jesus Christ. Huh? Jesus is in the scripture from Genesis all the way to Revelation. And we can just stick with preaching the word. Huh? Preach the gospel. Huh? Uh, we, we try to be deep, deep, deep. You know, try to preach on folk. And, uh, you know, God didn't ask you to do all that. Just preach the gospel. You ain't got to throw off on folk. Preach the gospel. He called them apostles. Oh, that was before Acts. Wait a minute. He called them apostles. Huh? In the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Called them. Woof. God, they didn't even have an inkling of what that call meant. They didn't even have an understanding of the heaviness and the weight of an office, of an 
apostle. And this generation got a lot to learn. They love to brag and boast about being a big bishop and an apostle in organizations. But you don't even understand the mantle. You don't understand the weight and the heaviness comes with that kind of anointing. That is a special anointing. In the Greek, it was called special messengers. Oh, come on here. Oh, we want to dance around. Oh, my God. Oh, titles. But you better have the goods, honey. You better know that you know. Because uh, God is going to hold everybody account. Huh? Of what we portraying ourselves to be. Instead of being what God called us. And stay in our lane. You ain't even doing the work of an apostle. You're not even doing huh, the duties of a bishop. Huh? But everybody got to worship you at your shrine. Huh? The devil is a liar. Huh? At least be humble enough huh, to know huh, that everything that comes with this kind of anointing, huh, I got to measure up. Huh? I got to stand up to it. Huh? I got to live up huh, until the up. At least do the duties. At the very least. Huh? Because see, you think you're impressing folk. You may be impressing a few folk, but you ain't impressing God. <laughs> you know, we think we're doing something with all these titles, uh, uh, but no goods. Uh, where is the fruit, apostle? Where is the fruit, bishop? Where is the fruit, evangelist? Where is the fruit, prophet? Oh, come on here. You mean to tell me you got all these titles uh, and ain't nothing happening? Stink, stink. You ain't even building churches. You ain't running revivals. You're not doing no mission. Folk ain't even being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost under your big fancy edifice. Stink, stink, stink. We just got to call it what it is. Got a problem with it when it don't line up with the scripture. <laughs> Apostles means apostolos. In the Greek, it was regularly used to refer as a messenger, someone sent forth with orders. Oh, with orders. Orders. Huh. Where are we getting our orders from? Are you getting your orders from a thief and a robber? Trying to go around Jesus? Where are you getting your orders from? I'm scratching my head and I'm looking around in the church world today. Where are you getting your orders? Was it somebody that was sent? Not somebody that went. Where are they getting their orders from is my question. Huh? Why we got all this mixed theology and of the gods uh, in churches, so-called churches. Uh, where are you getting your orders from? Better be careful how you lie on God. Uh-huh. Better be careful. 
Oh, because somebody gonna have a whole lot of explaining to do. You let a people off. You got people off more than you count them on. Because you are outside of the will and the plan of God. Lying on God. Saying God said this and God said that. And God called this and God called that. And God hadn't endorsed it. God hadn't sprinkled heaven's salt on it. Not at all. Huh? God ain't in it. I don't care if it's your uncle church, your cousin church, uh, my church. Uh, if God ain't in it, uh, it's a club. Uh, it's a shrine. Uh, it's a Oh, come on here. You might as well have been at the casino uh, and at the club. Uh, God ain't in it. What you call Same yourself? Same results. Huh? If you ain't getting no results, I ain't seeing no fruit, ain't seeing no work, ain't seeing no labor, and seeing the move of God. Huh? Jesus said you will know them by their fruit. Mean a watermelon on a peach tree, Apostle? Hmm. We got plums on an apple tree, Bishop. Hmm. We got to check some more stuff out instead of just accepting any and everything. Uh, because people say this and people say that. Uh, we'll see in a few days. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, because power of God brings about change. It brings about results. That's the power of God. Hmm. So Jesus reminded the disciples of their purpose. Their purpose was to suffer. We don't want to hear that. Oh, oh, oh wait a minute, apostle. You mean to tell me you're going to have to suffer? They that suffer shall also do what? Reign. You don't go through nothing. Huh? You don't get proven. You don't go through affliction. Guess what? You ain't going to subscribe. Uh, let me be the first to tell you. I, I know this little weak, mancy, pansy gospel that folks is lapping up and thinking it's all about their prosperity and them getting healed. If your body never get healed, honey, you be saved. Amen. Huh? Amen. If you never make it up with the Joneses and everybody else that's at the top with their money and their wealth, you still be saved. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Uh -huh. The poor you have with you always, but make sure you got God's anointing. Keep you on. can be poor and rich in faith. Keep running after the Joneses if you want. Huh? Because the Gentiles always seeking things. We always seeking, seeking. That's what we seek. Seeking things, stuff, more, more, more. Huh? The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. It's all our stuff, stuff, things, things, status, status, promotion, promotion, promotion. That's what the Gentiles see. Huh? We got to check ourselves. 
And we leave God out. And leaving God out. You gotta suffer. Then die. Oh my God, we don't want to talk about that. Huh. Jesus had to do all of that. He had to suffer. He died, but he rose on the third day, and he rose with all power. Hmm. My God. It talked about in here, in Sister Leach's section, that this really stuck out to me. Jesus was speaking, I uh, believe they were talking in Luke 9, to large crowds. He invited them to take up their cross daily. Every day you take up your cross. Huh? Not just on Sunday you decide to take up your cross. But every day. Oh God. You got to pick up your cross and follow after God. You got to put down self, uh, self-ambition, self-righteousness, uh, focusing all about you, me, I, 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 and follow after God. And that's where we fail. That's where we fail. Mm -hmm. Because our flesh gets more powerful. Huh? Then the spirit. <laughs> My God. Take up your cross and follow after me. Oh, everybody want to wear a cross, uh, but they don't understand uh, the weight and the heaviness. Uh, oh, and the glory and the power of the cross. Yes, ma'am. Hmm. The suffering of it. The suffering. Of the cross. You know what I found out, sis? Come on. We can't suffer because we can't even suffer to lose friends. Absolutely. We lose friends and we get all out of sorts. We get all out of sorts, hell. Baby, I'm here to tell you from here on out, if I lose you, go on to H-E-L-L if that's where you want to go. Come on now. We got, we got to be willing to lose. Yes, ma'am some stuff in order to walk with Jesus. Uh, when he taught the disciples, uh, they had to leave their nice, see, comfort, uh, those nice fishing jobs that brought in all that revenue and leave their families behind, their association, their friends, all because they were so after God. My God. It's the only way you're going to get it. What are you willing to give up? That's a real question. What are we willing to give up to get that true anointing from God? Let me tell you something. You ain't to hang on to everything and get God's anointing. That's not how it works. <laughs> Woo! That stuff that we treasure, that treasure stuff, all that we hold on to for dear life, that's the stuff that God is coming after, that he wants you to let go and follow after him. Woo! So then Luke talks about in that chapter about the Mount of Transfiguration. 
Oh my God. So Peter, James, and John, they saw Jesus glorified as he prayed. Oh my God. They saw an image of Moses. They saw an image of Elijah. Woo, and Peter, poor Peter, it's good, Jesus, that we're here. Well, let us make a tabernacle for Moses and let us make a tabernacle for Elijah and let's make one for you. Let's have three different tabernacles, boy. You finna get you a lesson. <laughs> we want three. Huh? Oh, but Peter! On that mountain, he saw Jesus. The Bible said his face shone like the sun. His clothes became white as light. And while Peter talked and came into the cloud, the cloud overshadowed them. So that was the glory of God. And they feared because they heard a voice out of the clouds. And when the clouds lifted, the voice was passed. All they saw was Jesus standing alone. We can see everybody else. We can't even see Jesus. And we and we still don't know how to recognize the glory of God. Uh-huh. They got a glimpse of glory, minister. Oh, my God. We don't even know what to do huh, with a glimpse of glory. Huh? They couldn't handle all the glory. It's impossible huh, for them to handle the fullness of the old sheep of all the glory of God. Because God would have had to kill them. Huh? They wouldn't be able to stand huh? all the excellence huh? and the majesty and the brightness huh? of all his glory. But he gave them a teaspoon. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Honey, just a teaspoon of the glory of God will give you enough push. It'll give you enough power. It'll give you enough strength. It'll give you enough joy to run on and see what the end is going to be. Yes, ma'am. That's all you need. A teaspoon. And John said, we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. The law came by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So now you know what the glory of God is. It ain't in the creation. It's in Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus. The glory is in him. What you see in the earth is all shoot. Huh? 
the ocean, the mountains, the sea, uh, uh, the beaches, and all the beautiful landscape of the whole entire planet. That's a little offshoot. Huh? But the glory is in Jesus Christ. And if you don't get Jesus Christ, you get no glory. Everybody talking about glory. Glory. They got glory. Glory. Uh-uh. If you ain't in Jesus, honey, you ain't got no glory. Huh, that's tough. Because we often take stuff out of context. Huh. Yes, his glory. Huh? My God. Then it talked about here. I don't know if y'all saw this one. He was headed to Jerusalem to be betrayed, tortured, healed. Right, Sister Lynch? But rather his disciples being so they <laughs> <laughs> The problem wasn't the sleep, but it was at the wrong time. Uh-huh. We falling asleep at the wrong time. The church is asleep at the wrong time. When you need to be awake, you need to be alert, you need to be sober, you need to be watchful, you need to be praying, you need to be spending some time in the face of God, getting direction, getting instructions on how to operate in this end time season. What God wants you to do, the purpose God got you fulfilling, but we're sleeping at the wrong time. There's a time to sleep. But there's a time when we need to be awake and alert. Uh Uh-huh. High time that you come out of your sleep. That you work while it's day. Because at night no man works. This is working time. This ain't sleeping time. This ain't time for you to stay on an extended vacation. This is time to work. Huh? Put your hands to the gospel plow. Hoo-wee. They couldn't support Jesus because they were asleep. Jesus said, for with me, one hour, it wasn't like Jesus. Having a prayer meeting for four and five hours. And you're praying for one hour, D. One. You mean to tell me your flesh is that weak? You mean to tell me your spirit can't stay alert and awake for one hour? Huh? You let the world beat you down and wear you out that much that when it's time to spend time with God, you can't even stay awake and alert for one hour. You done gave all your energy to the world. What a shame, what a shame, what a shame. It's the holler ouch. <laughs> one But you can watch a movie for two hours. You can tell me what went 
alone in the series because you was a wide awake and alert and you was glued to the TV. You was glued to the telephone. Oh, but you went to the barbecue for three hours. Y'all sat around and talked and joned and laughed and ate, but you can't stay awake with God for one hour. I see why the church is in the shape it's in. I see why. I see why we in the shape we in. You can barely get a prayer through without foaming at the mouth, walling in the flow, begging and pleading with God, waiting five and six months, three years before you get an answer. I see why. Because your heart is divided. I'm going to come down your row in a minute. One hour! Jesus. We can't even focus on the things of God, the kingdom of God, for one hour. Shows you how carnal we are. Carnal, carnal, carnal. Call yourself spiritual carnal. <laughs> your body's here, your mind's here. Carnal, carnal, you focusing on your calendar already before you even finish. Carnal, carnal, carnal. What I'm going to cook? Oh, I got to clean. Oh, I got to go here. I got to run errands. I got to meet up with somebody. I got to get this phone call. Oh, busy being busy. And everything uh, is taking my focus. Uh, and I can't concentrate. I can't relax it. So that I can feel the bathing of the anointing of God. Because everything takes precedence over God. I see why you're in the shape you're in now. Mm-hmm. I see why. The word can't even hold your attention. I see why. <laughs> Back in the day, the word was enough to keep our attention. We didn't have to have a concert. We didn't have to sing six songs for the saints to go up in a praise. They came to the house of God with their mind on Jesus. And they ain't bringing in a praise. It didn't take long for the power of God to sweep in the place. So when the preacher got ready to preach, the word came forth with the anointing. Now we can't even focus. We got a dry praise, a dry hallelujah, a dry thank you Jesus, a dry dance, a, a dry shout, a dry reading the word, dry praying, a dry, dry, dry. And you think you're going to get a move from God. Huh? I guarantee you. When Paul was doing Bible study and he was reading the scripture, baby, he read it with so much power, so much fire, that just the word. Them folks stayed up there for Bible study for hours. One man huh? fell and broke his One neck. fell out the window. Broke his neck. The difference between that church in action versus what we got in this day and time and then wonder why stuff is not moving. Huh? We talked last week about zeal. Y'all remember that? 
Check ourselves, don't we, Elder? We got to check it. Huh? Because when we read the scripture, what we're doing don't look like what they had going on. We all have missed the mark. Therefore, each of us have to bear the guilt of sin. But thanks be to God. You better thank God. That the guilt of sin is removed. I don't even thank God no more that he forgave me of my sin. That's because you think you got it all together. Huh? You think that you ain't got no more forgiving that God got to do. Huh? Every day, honey, you need the mercy of God. You need brand new mercy every single day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Then on the next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And on the next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You need the mercy of God. We're, we're putting too much stock and faith in us and what we can do and our achievements and our accomplishments and our gifts. Oh, but his gift giver. We worship in gifts more than we are the creator. But I thank God that he took away the guilt. The guilt of sin. The guilt of sin. Uh, he forgave me of all my trespasses. Uh, he blotted out my transgressions. Uh, oh, come on here. He forgave me of my iniquities. Uh, he put my feet on a solid rock to stand. Uh, he washed me and sanctified me uh, with the washing of the water of his word. Uh, with the blood that he shed. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. I thank God. That he took it away. He took it away. Oh, he nailed it. He nailed it. He nailed it to the cross. We don't even die for the cross. When I was growing up in church, we used to sing cross songs. Huh? No more. Used to sing out of hymnals. Used to go to church with Mother Young. And it was sing out of the hymnal book. Huh? You don't even know about no hymn. Ask this generation about a hymn or what? But the Bible said that when Jesus was with his disciples, they sung hymns. All this other excitement stuff they call praise and worship. They call it. There ain't nothing moving. Uh-huh. Songs that had me. Songs that reminded them of the power of the cross. The work on Calvary. Oh, Calvary's mouth. My God. Oh, 
Paul that reminded them that he was crucified for me. He was beaten, bruised for me. Oh, they put all spear in his side for me. Spit on him for me. They pressed the crown of thorns in his hand for me. And he opened not his mouth and he took it off the sins of the We don't forget that. We forget that glory. Uh, but we want this pretty glory. But Jesus freed us from the guilt of sin because he took on the wrath of God. Huh. You mean to tell me that's why God ain't killing us like that? Better go back and revisit Exodus. Phew. Phew. Because if it wasn't for the blood, huh? the, de the deaf angel was coming to your house. It was coming to your kin, your people. If it wasn't for the blood, Oh, my God. We take the blood of Jesus cross for, oh, for granted. Because of the blood, your life. Only. And only because of the blood. I will remember Jesus' purpose. He broke the power of sin through his resurrection. He promised the power of sin is continually being broken through what? The Holy Ghost. Mm. Wow. I want to look at something here. Let's go to Colossians 3 right quick. Oh, that's a chapter. Colossians 3. May get a reader or two. Let's see who gonna read. Who gonna read? All right, so we're going to start at the first verse, Deaconette. If ye then be risen with Christ. If you be risen with Christ. It's a if. Seek those things which are above. Where they at? Which Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. He sits on the right hand of God. That denotes power. Set your affections on things above. Set your affections. See, we, 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 got, we got our affection in the wrong place. Uh, we got our hearts in the wrong place. Huh? Instead of seeking things that are above what Christ said. Huh? With the anointing, the power, huh? the love of God, faith, hope, joy, and peace. Huh? The affections was the last time you prayed for a spiritual blessing? Don't answer that. Come on, deacon. Not on things on the earth. Uh-huh. For ye are dead in what? your life. Whoa! Your life is what? Dead. dead. 
and your life is hid with Christ and God. It's supposed to be hid with Christ. With Christ, who is our life. Christ is your what? Our life. Oh, no, I got a life outside of here. I, I got things to do. I'm busy. Oh, I, I, I got all this going on, and y'all just don't know. Y'all ain't got nothing. I just got so much. Uh-huh. You're so distracted. You spread too thin. Uh-huh. Because what? shall appear then shall ye also appear with him in glory mortify therefore your members which M are upon mortify. the earth let me see what they say that means killing it off anything that's connected with that way of death uh-huh what it say deaconette fornication sexual promiscuous uncleanliness impurity inordinate lust affection Doing whatever you feel like, whenever you feel like it. Evil, conspicuous. Grabbing whatever attracts your fancy. And covetousness, which is... Covetousness. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. Oh! So you mean to tell me the wrath of God is coming? Now this is written to the church. Oh, we want to point to the world. Oh, y'all going to get it? Oh, no, the church going to get it first. Uh-huh. In the which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. Uh-huh. Now ye also put off all these anger. Wait, wait. Put it off. Get rid of it. Don't let it rest in your spirit. Anger. Being mad. What you mad for? You just mad. Uh-huh. Wrath. Wrath. Blaspheme. Filthy communication. What? Lie Bad temper, being irritable, just being flat out mean, uh, profane mouth, uh, nasty mouth, uh, saints cussing. Ooh. Oh, Put it away from you. Get that mess out of your spirit. Amen. You're supposed to be clean and godly. Amen. Shouldn't even be named amongst the saints. Talking this foolish junk like the world. Corrupting yourself. Clean up your act. It purrs from all uncleanliness and unrighteousness. Come on, Deaconette. Lie not one to another. Don't you lie. All this lying folk be doing. Ain't no reason to lie. Just tell the truth. People will respect you for just telling the truth. And if you ain't got nothing good to say about a situation or circumstance, just do like old folks say. Shut your mouth. Huh? Don't say nothing. Just keep your mouth shut because you make yourself look real unintelligent. All in line. Folk, life ain't in danger, but just lie. Your head ain't on the chopping block. I could maybe empathize then. Nobody got no gun to your head. Talking about you sanctified thing, you. I'm finna blow your brains out, but you just drew up a lie. You just lie to be lied. Wake up lying in the middle of the day lying. Just learn how to shut your mouth. Because God is going to judge you.
write the lease. Come on, sister. Saying that ye have put off the old man. Well, you have put off that old man. But you used thing. to do that stuff. We used to bring and boast about all the stuff we used to do, right? Uh-huh. But you don't put off that old stuff. Huh? That old used to think, the way I used to talk, the people I used to hang around, the affiliations I used to have, the place I used to go, I don't go no more. The things I used to do, I don't do no more. So I put off the old man. I put him off. Uh-huh. Come on. And have put on the new man, uh -huh. which is renewed in knowledge. Whoa! After the image of him that created After him. the image of him. Who is him? Mm-hmm. Okay, come on, sister. Where there is neither Greek nor Jew. Uh-huh. Circumcision nor uncircumcision. Wait a minute. So why we got all this division in the church? Why we got all this prejudice in the churches? Oh, come on here. God said upon this rock I build my church. He didn't say an Asian church, a white church, a Jew church, a Greek church, or a Mexican church. Oh, come on here. Oh, we got division and prejudice. But with God, he said there's neither Greek nor Jew. That's right. Amen. Circumcision nor uncircumcision. Well, where these prejudice folks going? Huh? What is else did it say, Deaconette? Barbarian. Barbarian? Scythian? Bond nor free. Bond nor free. Christ is all and in all. Oh, oh, oh. y'all need to highlight that one right there because Christ is all in all. Whew. That was some tough stuff right there. All right. I'm going to pass All right. So we done talked about Christ being all in all, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So the next verse, this is tell what we got to do to be in Christ. Uh-huh. Come on. Put on, therefore. Put on. As the elect of God. You're supposed to be the elect of God, the ones he handpicked, the ones he chose, the ones he called out of darkness into the marvelous light, the ones that he looked down through generations and generations, and he called you by your name, and he washed you and sanctified you and set you up. The elect of God. Holy and beloved. Holy. Bowels of mercy. happened to holy lifestyle. The Bible said, what be ye holy? Well, I am holy, said the Lord. Be nasty and holy sometimes. Huh? Did he say be a whole sometime and be holy? No. You know. Oh, well. It said be holy and beloved. Bowels of mercy. Bowels of mercy. Kindness. Stop slicing folk up. Stop putting folks in hell and you ain't made it to heaven. We all striving uh, to enter in the straight gate. Uh, we all uh, trying to walk on straight street. Uh, trying to get this thing right before God. Uh, we striving. You ain't made it yet. Amen. 
from the pulpit to the door. Uh-huh. Humbleness of mind. Uh-huh. Oh. You mean to tell me to be in Christ, we got to be humble, sister? Amen. We got to humble our mind like a servant because Jesus humbled himself as a servant. Uh-huh. That we got to come down for what we think we are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Humbleness of mind. Because we realize that we are nothing without him. Yes. It's through him that I move, that I live, that I have my being. Humbleness of mind. I'm nothing without him. I can't do nothing without God. And if it wasn't for God on my side, I wouldn't be able to do the things I do. I wouldn't be able to do function. I wouldn't be able to do what I needed to do in this life if it wasn't for God. Humbleness of mind. He gives me the strength every day. He keeps my mind working right. If it wasn't for God in your life, you would have went cuckoo a long time ago. You would have lost it a long time ago. But thanks be to God that he's keeping your mind. chapter gray family just FYI submissive or you just cussed submit 
I'm worthy to marriage. Because it typifies the covenant between God and his church. Oh, we don't want to submit to authority, to leadership. Huh? Oh, 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 oh. Deaconette, did you have something to add to that? Uh-huh. Not self-will. Oh, not continually be concerned with your own stuff. Your ideas, your wishes. Wow. So we all have understanding. Forbearing. Being patient. Oh, we done cussed again. Being Before you open that door, make sure you collect the tithes before yeah, they get out of here. Make sure you get the money. But before you clear out the church. Connect, was you was you done? Uh-huh. Okay, where do we leave off, sister? 13. Forbearing one another uh-huh. and forgiving one another. Oh! Oh, that's a problem. I forgive, but I never forget. Well, you ain't forgave. where you going to stay. Grave. Uh-huh, right there in the grave. Mm-hmm. You better learn how to let stuff go. Yes. Amen. 
because when Jesus come back to judge the earth, <laughs> he gonna say, depart from me. You couldn't even forgive. You couldn't let go. You couldn't love past your nasty feelings. Depart from me. Amen. You worked in iniquity. That's what it <laughs> is. Be some tough stuff. That's what it is, working in iniquity. Uh-huh. That's what it is. We can try to pretty it up all we want to. I have to say ouch. The preacher got to say ouch. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Everybody got to say Precept on precept. There I live. Meaning you got to be in with the word of God. Uh-huh. You got to transform. You got to shape. Mm -hmm. yes. You got to go with God's flow. From the church. That's the church. Because the world ain't going this ain't up in the to the world. That's right. Amen. Uh huh. Come on. If any man have a quarrel against any, uh -oh! even as Christ forgave you, Christ so also forgave. do ye. Let me, let, me, let me say this in the message Bible. So you're chosen by God, this new life of love. You're dressed in the wardrobe God picked out for you. This is what you're dressed with. Compassion, kindness, humility, quiet strength, discipline. Be even-tempered. Second place. Everybody got to be first. Everybody got to be up front. Everybody got to be on top. Oh. Just be content to be where you are in God. Amen. Hmm? Quick to forgive. Be quick about it. Amen. God said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You're going to sleep too many nights, huh? With wrath in your heart, wrath in your spirit. You don't know if you're going to wake up. You don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, T. Amen. I better get it straight. I better get. I better have that thing straight, minister. I, I can't. I can't afford to take God for granted. Amen. Huh? Thinking you got next week to get it straight? Think you got it next month? You'll deal with it later? No, 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 honey. Every day is a gift. Yes. Oh. Quick to forgive, forgive as quickly and completely as the master forgave you. Mm -hmm. mm. Y'all don't realize how quick God forgave you, do you? Just like us. Huh? We take that for granted. We take it so lightly. Quickly. People that knew you from 10, 20, 15, huh, 40 years ago, they look at you, you look totally different. Because that's quick 
made a difference. He overshadowed your flaws. Huh? We get so concerned about our flaws. God did. Yeah. 